Welcome everyone to Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chowdhury. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 222, we have a special guest, Andrew Aces. So in this episode, we'll discuss with Andrew the topic of accountability. And also we're going to learn more about his journey starting to a business, the ups and downs he had over the years and what the mistakes he ever learned from. So don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it, man. How are you today? Oh, doing fantastic. How about yourself? Yeah, doing absolutely great and super excited for have a conversation and learn more about your journey, how you started your businesses. So before that, I'd love to know more about like, uh, you know, like starting a business and going into entrepreneurship. Is that you always wanted to do with your life or like you had like other plans and become an entrepreneur by accidentally? Yeah, so I was fortunate. I actually grew up with an entrepreneur father, and uh, he kind of taught us at a young age that there doesn't have to be limits how much money you make. There doesn't have to be limits of when you clock in and clock out, that you can work life on your own schedule, make as much money as you want. And I'm going, well, that sounds pretty good to me. And so it was kind of cool when I was in uh, middle school, I was the guy who would uh, buy chips for 25 cents at Costco and then sell them for a dollar at recess. I'd be the one who would sell lemonade over the summers. And so it was always kind of fun having the entrepreneurial spirit and uh, be able to do that. And I'd say things really changed. I became a full-time entrepreneur in October 2019 when I thought, you know what? I just got to take a leap. I got to jump and I got to make it happen. So I did. That's great. And then how long ago, like you started your business, like currently you have yeah, so it's currently, what, 2023, so I, I started my business in October 2019, um, so I'm going on almost four years as a full-time business owner, and so I was yeah. definitely pr- pretty excited and pretty proud about that, um, and it's definitely been a, quite a fun journey, just uh, not only making money for myself, but teaching other people how to make money, and mm. that's what I love doing, is specializing in coaching others how to build their own businesses and scale them and uh, know their value and know their worth. Yeah, that's great, and... What actually made you like starting that kind of business, like helping others like start their own coaching business? Did you have like some kind of things on your prayer to starting the business? Like uh, this is the problem I'm having and I need to solve that? Yeah, so I, I got into the coaching business when I was in high school. It's been an interesting journey. So when I was in high school, that's one of the toughest parts of my life. I felt like I, I didn't know who I was, what I was good at. I didn't feel like I had any friends. I didn't feel like my family had my back. Um, and it was just really a transformational time for me. And so I, so I got connected with another life coach um, who talks about helping improve other people's lives. And I'm going, well, that, that'd be great to get paid to help others and get paid to uh, uh, teach others how to live their best lives. Um, so I learned about coaching in high school, and then I learned more about it in college. And then I figured out that uh, you're able to charge more than $2,500 for giving advice to people at a time. I'm like, well, that, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so when I launched my full-time business in October, 2019, I was at the time a public speaking and sales coach. And I do that from time to time, but right now I focus on accountability and sales coaching, um, uh, for helping people reach their goals 10 times faster. And so as far as the coaching industry goes, um, I've read lots of books about it. I've taken lots of courses about it, taken lots of programs from other coaches. And it's just something that I know I'm passionate about because even when I was a kid, um, it was kind of a funny story. You know, my uh, little brother was on the mountain and my dad was trying to teach him how to ski. And my little brother kept leaning back because he was scared of going down mm-hmm. the mountain. And my dad was trying to teach him and saying, oh, you have to lean forward, you have to lean forward. But whenever he would tell him that, my brother would lean back 
So what I was skiing next to them, my dad goes, Andrew, what do I do? He does the opposite of what I say. So I say, well, tell him to lean back. So my dad goes, okay, tells him to lean back. He immediately leans forward. <laughs> <laughs> and so I love coming up with solutions that really help people overcome the obstacles that prevent them from reaching $10,000 a month, from publishing books, from, from creating amazing speeches. Um, I love helping people reach their goals faster because I felt like I've done a good job reaching mine. Yeah, that's great journey like you had. So when you started your business, like a first year of business, how did you come along with it? Like a, you probably had a job prior to that, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So coming from like corporate world to like starting a business, like how did you change the mindset? Like I need to be a business owner right now. And obviously a lot of people, when you're working in a steady paycheck job and coming to like a coaching world, like there's uncertainty, like how much you're going to make in a month or year, you don't know. Like how did you leap into the unknown? Yeah. So what I tell people is that uh, something I recommend that when you become a full-time entrepreneur, um, first, you definitely want to have a several months of savings to give you a buffer for figuring out how you're going to make money. Mm. Um, secondly, you definitely want another source of income. So you're not relying on full-time entrepreneurship uh, right out of the gate. Um, there's, there's a saying that goes, if you look hungry, you'll starve. And yeah. so if you are, if you, if you only have a dollar left in your bank account and uh, that, entrepreneurship is the only way to make money at the moment, then, uh, you know, things would be difficult for you. Um, so for me, I, I was uh, fortunate that I own an ATM. And so I'm the guy that gets that $3 transaction fee that people pay whenever they take cash out of the machine. And so when I leaped into entrepreneurship, I still had that ATM money as a stable income that I could go, you know what, you know, even if I have to eat ramen for the next 30 days, I know that I have a cheap rent and I know that I have an ATM money um, paycheck each month that can support me while I try and figure out how to make money as an entrepreneur that will um, yeah. support me full time, essentially. And there's a great story. Uh, I haven't read the book yet, but apparently in Shoe Dog, Phil Knight, you know, built one of the largest companies in the world, Nike. Uh, apparently in the book, it talks about how he actually lived with his parents till he was 35 and was actually working a full-time job at um, as an accountant up until he was 35, even while he was building Nike. So that's right. what I tell a lot of entrepreneurs is really make sure you have that stable source of income before, before you become a full-time entrepreneur. But while you're working becoming a full-time entrepreneur, I'm definitely happy to help. There's books that can help you. There's resources that can help you. A lot of people do want to see you succeed because entrepreneurship is one of the best things that we could do for ourselves. The freedom it creates, the money it creates, the opportunities it creates. Um, I'm, I'm a virtual entrepreneur, so I can work from anywhere in the world, which is an amazing feeling. Um, and so, uh, so I would say, so yeah, so I, I was working in the nonprofit space. I was there for about uh, three years. I gave over a thousand presentations in that time, helping to scale the nonprofit to the seven figure mark, along with amazing mm -hmm. team members. Um, I was able to help um, inspire all these high school students around the state of Oregon to learn professional skills, to make sure they get amazing jobs and careers and become entrepreneurs themselves. And so when I jumped, made that leap in October 2019, I'm going, you know what, I want to figure this out. I want to become full-time virtual. And I kind of had that, that sight set in my eyes saying, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. I'm going to figure this out. And so it really did take me about, um, yeah, it really took me six or seven months before I learned how to really make a consistent income. And I really taken that leap, believing myself, constantly figuring out how I can change my subconscious, my conscious mind. Um, and just learn the skill sets that needed. So yeah, so that's why I tell people that when it comes to making a leap as an entrepreneur, make sure you still have a stable income, make sure you have resources of figuring out how you're going to make your full-time income. 
And then just uh, believe in yourself, take the leap and understand that uh, it's a do or die uh, attitude. You got to have it that uh, you, you got to figure it out and, and keep going from there. Yeah. Yeah, I really agree with that. Like you have to have some kind of savings or safety net in there, like especially like if you have a family or like you have to pay your bills. And that's scary. Like if you have to always think about like a survival, like you can't bring any value to your customers or like your product or services. So always like have that kind for at least six months and see how everything goes along. And if you can like start with the side hustle, like you work on a full-time job and start your business during the weekend or like after you work. So that gives you like another way, like seeing like if the things is working, the idea is working or not. So moving forward, like then you started your business, like obviously there will be times like where you feel like things not going your way. So how did you motivate yourself during the time? Oh, there's lots of ways to stay motivated and they're definitely all necessary. Um, I definitely make sure I surround myself with other successful entrepreneurs. I'm constantly learning and growing. I make sure I stay in great physical shape so I can be healthy both mentally and physically. Mm. Um, you know, I, and that, so I'd also make sure that really check off thing, in, things in all parts of my life. So I'm fortunate that now I have a, a loving and happy um, wife uh, that I'm in a relationship with. We've been married for about six months now. And so we get the opportunity. Thank you. Um, so we get the opportunity to support each other that way. So yeah, it goes back to you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. So if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you better seek out and connect and uh, give value to other entrepreneurs so they can give value back to you and, and want to support you and see you succeed. Um, and just kind of understand that, you know, I'm always journaling. I'm always writing down my goals. I always make sure to write down what I'm excited for the day. I then review the day. I put down my monthly, weekly, yearly goals in my planner, and I'm constantly reviewing it, how to get better at it. Um, so it really comes back to be in an environment that uh, pushes you, that makes you happy, it makes you grateful, that wants to see you succeed, and also stay mentally and physically fit as much as you can in the process. Those are definitely very essential. Yeah, it's so true that. And especially like we tend to forget about self when you're starting a business, like we focus on keep going, 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 running, running. And then we neglect our health, we neglect our relationship and being time for us. And that actually like eventually comes out like you burn out, like the overwhelm you and you feel like you're not doing it, not motivated anymore. And that a lot of people, the business owners quit themselves like after running three to five years of business. So yeah, I always like admire that like so many actually look after themselves when it's starting the business or looking after their relationship is most important part which brings out to like another service you provide, which is like accountability for like entrepreneurs. And especially when you need to look after yourself, looking after your people around you or your team, you need someone to account. You have like, you can support you and like tell you what to do. And if he's promising something, are you going to follow through the promise or not? So you as a coach, like when you help others, like a, holding them accountable on doing the uh, their task or like their business. How important is that like your role for like someone succeeding in their business? Oh, it's absolutely essential. So I got involved in accountability when I was joining uh, Ben Hardy's program. And uh, he does the, he has a couple of books out right now. Um, one of the books is Who Not How. Um, and uh, he, he talks about how in that book, how it's not just how to get things done, but who you need to know to get things done. But essentially, in this program, I learned the importance of accountability because for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm very difficult with myself as far as I, I always uh, cope with excuses why I can't do things. I get distracted easily and yeah. then I don't end up reaching my goals. 
So I wanted to find out, you know, why is it that so many people set goals and then they're unable to reach them? Or why is it that so many people don't set goals in the first place and just kind of go through life and going, oh, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see. And so by kind of figuring out a solution to that, I came across accountability. And what I've discovered is that people would rather not lose something than gain something. Mm -hmm. They'd rather not lose something than gain something. And so, of course, you know, if you say, oh, I want that new house, I want that new car. And you're like, okay, you're going to have to lose watching Netflix or you're going to have to lose um, the un the uh, comfortability of knowing how to live in your current home. You're going, oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to lose that. that. That sounds terrible. So the way my accountability program works is that uh, I've discovered, you know, as someone who is money motivated, that when you put in money into something and you only get it back once you complete that task, you're going to complete that task because you're like, oh, geez, I just lost some money. I want to get that back. And you do what it takes to get it back. So you put it in your favor. Yeah. Um, so, for example, when I first started the program, I'm like, OK, let's see if I can test this around learning a new skill or cutting um, cutting something cold turkey. So I had a bunch of people put in $100 into the pot. They only get the money back if they do the goals that they set out to do. And it had a 100% success rate. And so I'm going, OK, we're, we're on to something here. Now I'm wondering, can we use this to start learning how to make money? Mm -hmm. And so I got some people together. I had them put $1,000 in the pot each. They only get $1,000 back if they make consistent, tangible progress towards their goals every single day while meeting on a weekly basis, being around a supportive group of people who want to see you win. We're all tracking each other. So if one person's making progress toward the goals, um, the other person sees it and goes, okay, I guess I got to get up today and make my progress as well. Um, and then so we all put $1,000 into the common pot. The goal was to make $10,000 in 30 days or less. And at the end of 30 days, all four of us were able to complete it. And so I'm like, wow, this, this is such an incredible system that the world needs to know about of using accountability to, to guarantee success for yourself, guarantee results. And obviously, when it comes to money, there's still mindset that needs to happen. There's still skill sets that need to be developed. But at the end of the day, when you have accountability, you make slow, tangible progress, have a supportive group of people who want to see you win, who are tracking you. So at the end of the week or the end of the month, when you see your daily entries, you go, okay, I feel much better about the progress I made. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously a business I'm very passionate about as it's, as of March right now, I'm currently helping clients um, launch successful fundraising Kickstarter campaigns for their movies. I've helped clients uh, learn how to monetize their podcast within 45 days after they previously couldn't monetize within three years. I've helped people build their own coaching businesses. Um, so, you know, what, what's kind of funny is, you know, I, I created this accountability to, you know, help myself, someone like me who gets distracted easily, who loses focus, who loses momentum. And I'm going, you know what? I don't want to have excuses anymore. I want the success. I want to make it happen. And this is the one of ways I'm going to do that. So um, I know it's a long way to answer the accountability, but uh, it's kind of gives you a sense of how that all came to be. Yeah, that's great. And it's actually helped people in terms of like a lot of people don't want to do that. Like they feel like, uh, oh. I, I wanna don't wanna be like a accountable to someone else. Like uh, I moved to like a business world, so I don't have to say yes or no to someone else, and I don't have to listen to them because I don't want any boss. So coming from that kind of mindset, like uh, as an entrepreneur, you know yourself, like uh, we don't like to be told by someone or like uh, justify to someone else. We tend to be like uh, open and free, but we oftentimes without being like a, some coach or like a, someone by mentored or like a, being an accountable partner, we don't do like our hundred percent of like what we can be capable of doing because we probably going to wake up instead of 7am, we're going to wake up at 10am because there is no one, there is no boss. No one's going to fire you. 
accept your clients if they're not getting results. But at the same time, like, uh, you know, having like not creating a good uh, health, healthy, like a uh, routine for like uh, doing a journaling in the morning, like you do, or like uh, brushing your teeth <laughs> or like going on the exercise. A lot of people have like a different kind of things or you do not doing a like a meditation or like a yoga that could be a beneficial but as you come in and you help other people like do you take that easily like being accountable to you or like do you have to convince them in terms of like we can help them um yeah you know everyone views accountability differently i'd say yeah some people they're like oh i don't need it i'm good thank you um, other people like, you know what, this has been something I know I've been procrastinating on. I need to get mm. my butt kicked on. Let, let's make it happen. Um, and, and so, and the beauty of this too, is like, not only does it help people reach 10 K months, you know, if you're currently at 10 K months and or 15 K months, you know, we are able to help people get to 30 K months, yeah. um, and really expand that way too. So, um, and that, that's what I've discovered as well is, uh, so when, when it comes to accountability, you know, so some people need a lot of love and just like a little bit of accountability. Other people are like, you know, give it to me straight. Give me 100% accountability. I don't need much love. I just need to get this stuff, stuff done. So um, hold my feet to the fire and uh, make sure um, we don't stop until my I get the results that I, I'm after, essentially. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've discovered in the program is that, yeah, you definitely want to understand what people's levels of accountability are. But at the end of the day, you still must put something down at the very beginning and you only get that back once you complete the task. And What's amazing too is the confidence building that comes from that too. Like once you go, oh wow, I was able to resist uh, sugar for thirty days. What else can I do? Oh wow, I was able to uh, figure out how to ask someone for money at an amount I've never asked someone uh, an amount I've never asked before. What else can I do? And it really does build a lot of confidence, momentum in your life to help you realize I can accomplish anything I set my mind to. I can achieve things faster. And there's a whole group of people who want to see me win and be supportive during that time as well. So that's why I'm super hyped about it. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, so we're coming to the end of this podcast, Andrew. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show and we had a great conversation. So those who are listening, if anyone wants to learn more about your program or yourself, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, you can currently find me on social media. I'm located at the Andrew J. Weiss. Uh, I also have a website, weisswisdom.com. And I would love to connect with you on any of those platforms, weisswisdom.com or the Andrew J. Weiss is my social media handle. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing. So I wish you best of luck for your business and your personal life. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead and thanks for coming today. Thank you. You're most welcome. That's it wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So those who are listening, if you're interested to learn more about Andrew, go visit him on the social media platforms or like you can reach out to him on his website. So until then, I'll talk to you in our next episode. Take care.